This is Sound Heights Records Podcast, Session 10. And the song lyric of the day is by Yitzhak Vuitton. We'll be together on that precious day. We will never see sadness in our eyes. No more tears, no more crying. I want to sing this song to my brother. God shall bless his memory. I want to sing this song to my brother. I can't stop singing that melody. I'll be looking for you throughout the show. Welcome to the Sound Heights Records Podcast. Harmonizing life and music, growing as an artist, improving as a person, gaining insight and inspiration, conversations with world-class musicians. Welcome to Sound Heights Records. This is Yisrael Aryeh, rapping at you. Today, we're pleased to present an interview with the legendary Yitzchak Jackie Batone, a powerful musical individual, singer, drummer, composer. He has an amazing story, and this he shares with us in this conversation. Founding member of the legendary French rock group Late Variations, they recorded numerous really great high-octane rock and roll albums in the late 60s and early 70s. They toured with a lot of great legends like Aerosmith and Kiss and Jimi Hendrix, Bachman-Turner Overdrive. And they were the founders of a new genre of music called Moroccan Roll, a truly evocative fusion between rock and roll and traditional Moroccan music. While their first few albums were more in the realm of classic American rock and roll, they kind of found that unique voice in their last two albums. With the breakup of Les Variations, Yitzchak was really on a, on a spiritual journey, which led him here to Crown Heights and the teachings of the Lubavitcher Rebbe, where we talk about some of his amazing interactions with the Rebbe, in this conversation. He created music under the name Rhyme and Hemna in those early years back in the 80s, and he's been creating music ever since. Part of what we talk about is why he hasn't seemed so active. He hasn't released that much music over the years. But one of the things that came out through our conversation is that this man has music in his soul and he just can't stop. And so the nature of the Jewish music world, and we speak about that, and some of the challenges of having a unique musical background and identity and how that's not very often understood in certain contexts and as we were speaking about kind of the mainstream Jewish music business as it is. One major takeaway in this conversation is that observation of Yitzchak as being someone who just no matter what circumstance finds himself in, just needs to make music and how that relates to a mission in life, especially with a mission with a capital M when we're talking about the Lubavitcher Rebbe and the concept of shluchus, illuminating the world with the light of Torah and bringing the complete redemption 
closer through our learning and observance of the mitzvahs of the commandments of the Torah, particularly as illuminated by the teachings of Hasidus. So most typically, as shlichus is understood in the Chabad Hasidic community, is usually, let's say, specifically in the act of teaching Torah, or teaching about performing mitzvahs, the role of a rabbi, a rebetzin, a Chabad house, or somebody, let's say, in their workplace even, starting a, a Torah class. So that's how it's normally understood. What's less appreciated is the particular shlichus of a musician. And this is something that Yitzchak had some particular guidance from the Rebbe and unique insights regarding the Rebbe's, what some many believe to be the Rebbe's final spoken words after his stroke in 1992, which were, according to many witnesses, a specific reference to music, whether it was Shir Vazimra, song and music, or Barov Shir Vazimra, with abundant singing and music, which is the tagline of this podcast, which when I first used it, I wasn't even aware of its particular source, besides that it was attributed to the Rebbe, which was Barov Shir Vazimra Mevia Segula. I actually saw it in on a sign with the Rebbe's picture, and that statement, Rov Shira Bezimra, with abundant singing of music, Mevia Sagula, we bring the redemption. So this is a topic that, that specifically Yitzchak spoke about in this idea of how through our actions, particularly in music as musicians, we're very specifically and very pointedly bringing the world into a state of redemption. And it's something that I'm just beginning to explore and, and love to speak about it with him more and with, with other people who have uh, thoughts about it, particularly in terms of how it informs the music itself. And rather than just being limited to putting Torah messages to music, actually the music itself being an expression of Torah, an expression of redemption, and encompassing the wide range of musical styles well beyond what is typically considered, let's say, Jewish music, klezmer music, mainstream Jewish music, how the involvement and depth and expression of music itself is and can be connected to a personal redemption, a global redemption, transforming a person as an individual in terms of not just how they play music, but how they live. As usual, this session is made possible by our lovely and talented Patreon supporters. You can join them by going to soundheightsrecords.com. Also there you can join our mailing list, check out the studio and the music and videos we produce here. So again, that's soundheightsrecords.com. And without further delay, here is a conversation with the great, the legendary Yitzchak Jackie Bitton. So, uh, I, you know, I'm from Morocco, and I'm born in Casablanca, Morocco, and uh, I left Morocco when I was 18, so I, I do remember mm -hmm. quite a, 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 a bit about Morocco. Uh, when I was uh, about 10 years ago, 10 years, I'm saying, when I was, uh, you know, 10 years, um, 
my father, Allah Shalom, my parents were from, you know, mm-hmm. uh, from people. My, parents, my, my father sent us with my uh, older brother to uh, a Jewish Orthodox school in, in Paris mm. at age 10. Lucien de Hirsch, very known. Uh, okay, we spent one year there with a dorm. S- back again at age 13, back again to another school, Yavne, in, uh, in Paris. And that's where I was, I was about 13, 13 and a half. That's where I, one day I went to a, 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 a music store mm-hmm. and I asked them, do you know a, a, a drum teacher? He said, mm-hmm. yes. They gave me a name. I went to him and it was only like maybe three, four months that I took the, the, the lessons because I had to go back already to Morocco. So in Morocco at age already 14 something, uh, as I was with a couple bands and guys, guitar players, whatever, the first real band we played was uh, uh, called, uh, it's a trio, it was a trio, mm-hmm. Les Rebelles, uh-huh. the Rebels. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, 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 it was what? Just two guitar players, acoustic, two guitar uh-huh. singing, harmony, and me on the drums. And we were, uh, you know, playing songs of the Ever, Everly Brothers. Yeah. You heard yeah. of them? Bye, yeah. bye, love, whatever. And one of them, and in fact, with this band, we did the first TV show, music TV show in Casablanca that mm-hmm. was called Teleclub. Uh-huh. And even tried uh, lately to, to get some people to ask if they had the copy, whatever. Uh, and, and who was in this band? I don't know if you heard of him. He's very, very famous mm-hmm. in Israel. Mm-hmm. His name is Avi Toledano. I've heard the name for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's very, very, very famous in Israel. So that was it. This and then uh, the first real uh, serious band I was in Morocco was Les Jets, mm-hmm. the Jets. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we play was mainly an instrumental band, and we were like, like a kind of uh, 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 you know uh, imitating whatever uh, uh, the shadows. You heard of the shadows? I've heard of the shadows, absolutely. The shadows and Cliff Richard, like instrumental. Yes, they were yeah. they were the pre celebrities, pre Beatles. Yeah, yeah. Celebrities in 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 England, in Europe. Oh, they were big in Europe. Anyway, and we 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 opened for them with my band. We uh-huh. opened for them in 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 Casablanca. Oh, they wow. came Casablanca in the arenas of Casablanca. And that's so all. That was the mainly what what I did in 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 Morocco. So fast wait, 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 if we could back, back up a second. Yeah. Because I want, I, so, so you mentioned you went into a, a store. This was in Paris. In Paris. To take some drum lessons. So what, yes. what inspired you? What were you listening oh. to? What made you think of that? Oh, no, because uh, I remember being always, you know, the, 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 the drumming on, on the table with, 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 uh, with pans. And then, and then my, my mother, she reminded me that I was already banging on pots, hmm. you know, in the house. And uh, I knew I, I knew I had the urge to 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 play drums. That's all. That uh, I felt it. You know, I was still young, but on my own because my mm-hmm. parents were in 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 Morocco. I right. was you know just in the dorm, you know, in uh, by myself with uh, my brother in the, in Paris, and. Uh, yeah, but um, the the teacher was 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 good. I, I learned some basic things, you know, 
And in Morocco, I didn't have no teacher. I came back to Morocco, there was no teacher to, to, to learn from. Whatever, I learned mainly from uh, records and mm -hmm. all this, you know. But what records were you listening okay, to? Okay, so the my, my first, uh, my, the, the first exposure I had with, with rock music mm -hmm. was with Little Richard. Mm. And I was young already, before even I, I, I learned, uh, uh, I was taking drum lessons. Uh, Little Richard, I was about maybe 10, mm -hmm. uh, 11. When I heard the uh, Long Tall Soli and the uh, Tutti Frutti. Wah, was it blah, easy blah, to blah. get those records in what? Casablanca? Were, were they, was there yeah, record my, stores? My, my, yeah, yeah, American yeah. American music? Uh, yeah. Oh, sure. Let me tell you about that. Mm -hmm. Because in Morocco, we had something incredible that we were exposed to rock music at the same time as uh, 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 America. Huh. Why? Because we had American bases mm. in, in, in Casab near Casablanca, uh -huh. Noisseur very famous uh, uh, American bass. And they had the radio. So mm. you were in the beach and you were listening to, to, to the radio with the latest, latest hits, you know, Neil mm. Sedaka, you know, Paul Anka, and, and all these people, Elvis Presley. So we were up to, to date with, 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 with America mm. at the same time. And uh, yeah, and, and, and yeah, records, they were distributed there in, in Morocco. Yeah, you go, you go to a store and mm -hmm. buy the records. So, uh, yeah, that was, uh, you know, all what, uh, you know, I did in Morocco. I played also in a, in a band that played uh, uh, weddings, you know, uh -huh. <laughs> and I had have some pictures with, uh, with the bow tie. <laughs> anyway, so uh, in 96, I left Morocco. I was 18. Now you're going to know how, how old I am. You said 96. 1966. 1966. From the records that, that uh, my, my parents uh, mm -hmm. played, you know, in the house, and and the main mm -hmm. thing, main thing is my father, Alava Shalom, who mm -hmm. was a python. You uh -huh. know, you know what is a python? No, is a singer of of of, of liturgic uh, of, of of poems, like a pu piut from the piut, word piut, piut, yeah, yeah, yeah. piut in yeah. python. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was not like a, a professional, but it was not his profession, mm. but he, he, he loved to sing. He, mm. I, I call him my, my, uh, my uh, singing father mm. because he would sing all over the place, in the house, of course, out, you know, going to shul together when I go to Shabbat, he would sing in the street, in the car, in his store, you know, he, was, he had the textile, you know, wholesale textile store. He would sing when there was no 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 customers. He would sing uh, uh, anywhere all the time, and and I, I was really influenced by that. But you know that was in my ears, you know, and and the other music on the radio. Mm -hmm. uh, the uh, it's called the ala music in Arabic. Ala mm -hmm. means the uh, the it was called the Andalusic Andalusia music, mm -hmm. Andalusian mm -hmm. music. Uh, that was also a very big influence. Mm. At the same time, in, in, in the streets, you had the people that would play Gnawa. Uh -huh. You never, never heard of Gnawa music? You know, they play this big uh, metal uh, uh, castanets, you know, uh -huh. where they, they, and then a big uh, hand drum yeah. with, with, a, with, a, with a banded stick. Anyway, and, 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 and play that rhythm. This rhythm in Morocco is, 
is very specific Moroccan rhythm, mm-hmm. you know, Berberians mm-hmm. from the mountains, tribal, uh, that Africans have, but not with the same accents. Mm-hmm. The Africans, they have this triplet, you know, triplet mm-hmm. uh, r- 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 African rhythms, but it's not like the Moroccan one or Algerian also, they mm-hmm. have the same one. So I was very much influenced by the, uh, that, that uh, rhythm. In fact, in fact, the first song that I wrote, you know, mm-hmm. for the first album, I don't know why, in just uh, in the middle of it, it's, it's all a, a, a drum, a, a, a percussion uh, thing mm-hmm. with, a, with a Moroccan, uh, you know, beat. Anyway, so uh, that was, uh, you know, the, the, the influence in Morocco, you know. But like I said, it was just in my ears. But we were young and we mm-hmm. were into the Beatles, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, Elvis Presley, you know, we'd go to the movies and uh, uh, in Morocco, we'd go to uh, VO, which means version originale, mm-hmm. version of, of the movies. So we mm-hmm. would go to movies, Western movies. I was, you know, uh, <laughs> very much hooked on the Western movies, uh, you know. Uh, James Stewart and John Wayne and, and name them. And they, would, uh, they would show them in English? In English. Okay. In English. Okay. French would, subtitles? Or not, not, yeah, French yeah. subtitles. Okay. Yes, yes. So, uh, so that about, uh, about, you know, the culture in, 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 in Casablanca was very much about America. Mm. You, know, you know, we all will uh, live that, uh, you know, American dream and all this. So, uh, 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 like I said, the radio and all this. And we were young, of course. We were, you know, in, influenced by the, the Bills and the Little Richard and the Fats Domino and, and Ray Charles. Ray Charles mm-hmm. was my first, uh, you know, influence. Um, so that's where the music I was into. Mm. It was not the, the other music was the music of my my father mm. my, in the synagogue and then you know in Hilulot, you know mm-hmm. the, all the Moroccan beauty and all this. But that was nice and I I liked it, you know. But mm-hmm. it was just on the side for me at the mm-hmm. time, you know. I was into you know rock and playing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So um, after when I was eighteen, I left Morocco and I went to Paris. And, and and what was nice then that my my elder bro- brother Jacques Yakov brought me bought me my first uh, a set of drums hmm. nice uh, 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 Ludwig uh, light uh, light blue uh, sparkling uh, uh, real professional you know uh, uh, set and that was very that was very instrumental in me getting. Quick, the 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 gig for the band that uh-huh. was going to to get the. What happened is that I went one day to a, a, a music store, and I see a, an ad saying uh, 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 looking for a drummer and I don't know, something else, mainly drummer, for a, to 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 form a band. Hmm. And when I see on the bottom the name Tobali. Mm-hmm. I know Tobali is a Moroccan name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I say, oh, okay, this is people from Morocco. Okay. I call the number. I come to the place, but they, uh, they were not there. Only the, 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 the sister, Magda, was mm-hmm. there. So I spoke to her, gave my number. They called me back. 
So when they come back, I say, okay, come back to my, to, to come to my house. They came to my house and they saw the drums. <laughs> that was already the first selling part of it. So they said, okay, can you play something? I said, well, no problem. I played, mm -hmm. of course, whatever. <laughs> they, and this is where away we started to find to form the little uh, variations. Mm -hmm. they, he had the who the one who formed the band was the brother of the guitar player, mm -hmm. his his older brother Alan Tobali. The guitarist uh, is Mark, Mark mm -hmm. Tobali, and then his brother is Alan. So from there we went and we had, the, uh, and after the, 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 the bass player, and the, 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 the singer came at the last, and uh, one day he says, uh, Alan tells me, you know, that's it, I found a singer, incredible, he looks like Big Jagger, big, <laughs> blah, 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 big hey. and said, I said, uh, what's his name? Mm -hmm. He said, Jolab. I said, what? Joleb? Joleb is a drummer. I know him from Morocco. <laughs> he's a drummer. He said, no, no, he's a singer. Oh, I said, okay, no problem. So, in fact, yeah, he started over. He had started already to sing. And what was good with him is that he was very showman, a uh, mm. uh, big showman. You know, He looked like Mick Jagger, you know, mm -hmm. big hair and you know, good looking. And uh, it is true that in the beginning, he's the one who pulled the band, you know, up and Already with playing anywhere in clubs, anywhere, people already mm. li liked us. You know, we were only together for maybe six months, uh -huh. and the, the 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 manager Alan Thomas said, "You know what, guys, let's go. We're gonna go uh, in Europe. We're gonna mm. go touring. We're gonna go to Germany here and there. We travel. We take the van, and he would take his suitcase and go to 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 clubs to go to the manager and." I have a French band here. You want to listen to them? <laughs> say, yeah, okay, no problem. We come. They say, here, yeah, no problem. And uh, that we did uh, mainly in Hanover, a big club where they had uh, some uh, uh, big acts uh, from England at the time known. Anyway, so, so uh, and, 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 and here that in 67, yeah. when the six war, uh, six day war broke, uh -huh. we were in Germany. Oh. <laughs> Whatever, that's the, maybe not. I mean, what was what was notable about that? That where there was a reaction? Uh, no, being... uh, no, not against us because maybe maybe people didn't know exactly we were Jewish. But uh, whatever, I mean, just say that that at that time, you know, you're in Germany. Yeah, maybe not the best place <laughs> to be. Well, let me ask you. So, what would be, so what was the scene like? Clearly, you were doing something unique. Yeah. With the, Moroccan. Oh no, no, that was not yet. That was not yet. Oh so, no, no. But no. as a rock and roll band, was were you unique? Were there a lot of rock and roll bands in France? Yes, at the, in there, there at the were time? some. But we right away we we were on top of, mm -hmm. of everybody. I wow. mean, six months. We, no, what happened that really propelled us propelled us uh, to the top uh -huh. was a TV show that we did that mm. you can see on uh, YouTube uh -huh. uh, called Surprise Party in '68. So that's interesting to know how we did this one because uh -huh. you're gonna you're gonna laugh a little yeah. bit. <laughs> uh, uh, the managers, as usual, is always hanging around here and there. So he mm -hmm. was hanging around in in the in the studio where they had this uh, uh, show to do, where their big big acts, the Who, mm -hmm. were there, Small Faces, Rod Stewart, mm -hmm. and, and all these people, the big time big time guys of England were you know in the show. So he was hanging around there, the the manager. Mm -hmm. 
All of a sudden, the, uh, the, the, the producer comes to him and said, listen, I have a problem. Uh, a band that was coming, supposed to come here from England, they're stuck in the, in, 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 in the border. They cannot come in. Where are the, your guys? <laughs> he said, oh, okay, no, no, no problem. I'm, I'm going to get them. Well, he didn't have, they don't, nobody, uh, we didn't <laughs> know about it. Uh, at the time, I didn't have a telephone. I uh, <laughs> didn't have a telephone. Maybe, but uh, I was not home. Right. <laughs> Where was I? In a movie, <laughs> movie theater, movie theater, because they, they knew that, you know. So they didn't find me at home. They went to look in a in, in few uh, movie theaters in, in, in my, my, you know, uh, area where I lived. Mm-hmm. And finally, somebody comes. And they showed they that was the, the road manager. He said, Jackie, come, come, come quick. We have to do a TV show. I said, what? TV show? <laughs> So that's where we, we grouped the whole band and we played their three songs, covers, you know, mm-hmm. cover songs. And we gave it uh, all. And that's where we started to be wow. you know, famous. And then after big clubs and here, tours, and we opened for, um, for uh, a big, big star in, 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 in France uh, named uh, Johnny Holiday. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, he's the, he was, he was, he just passed away not even a year ago. Uh, he was like the Elvis Presley of the, of the French, mm. you know, singers. Anyway, so, uh, from that TV, we went on here and there and we did our, you know, little, uh, uh thing. Uh, so fast forward to 1972, where the, uh, uh, my, my older brother, that lives here, mayor mm-hmm. in Flatbush, had to get married, mm. 72. So I said, ah, fine, I want to come to the wedding. So I tell Alice, and you know, I have to go to my brother's when he was not very happy. He said, well, we have concerts. Well, how can you do that? I said, listen, this is my brother's wedding. And then I, mm. he said, oh, okay, okay, okay. I, I found him, uh, you, know, sub, you know, somebody to replace me, and I came here. So that was the really, really, when I came here in 72, that was very, very uh, pivotal and, and instrumental for the rest of our career. Hmm. Why? I called this guy uh, that I was, uh, you know, he, he was a, a, a singer, American songwriter singer that made his career in France, mm-hmm. in Paris. Uh, 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 um, uh, Freddie Mayer, mm. okay? We, we did songs together, he, he, he wrote lyrics for me and all this. So I knew he was, he was at that time when I was here in, in Brooklyn, I knew he was in, uh, in America. He mm. was in, uh, in, in, in Cincinnati, Ohio. I don't know who gave me his number, I called him. He said, Jackie, you're here, you're in New York, you have to come to Cincinnati. I want you to meet Doug Yeager, my friend. I said, uh, Freddie, uh, you know I'm here, this is Sabbath. And uh, I'm here with my parents. My parents came from Israel. And then we were in the house of uh, some friends, you know. Uh, and I said, I cannot leave. It's, it's a Sabbath. I cannot. He said, Jackie, you have to come. You have to come. I want you to meet this guy, Doug Yeager. He's a manager, blah, blah, blah. You have to meet him. I sneaked out in the middle of Shabbat, Shabbat, Shabbat. sneaked out. Went to, to Cincinnati, went to the party, Saturday night they had a party, and introduced me to Doug Yeager. So Doug Yeager, he's a charming, 
person. He's the nicest person you can meet on the planet. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a loving guy, you know. And he loved French uh, culture and all this. He was there before and he had managed also a little bit Freddie Mayer. And uh, he was happy to meet me. He said, yeah, French band, you have a French band? Oh, yes. And I gave him details. I think I had, we had the, the first record already, Nador out and gave it to him. And he said, oh, let me think about something. Uh, all right. And I put him to get in contact with, uh, in touch with our manager, Alan. And that was it. Went back to, to, to France, did more concerts. And one day we did a concert in Strasbourg. Strasbourg is like uh, the frontier with Germany. Mm-hmm. It's Alsace, you know, it's a very Germanic French <laughs> town. <laughs> and we were not good. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, we, I yeah. mean, usually we always did that now, you know, mm-hmm. big, you know. There, I don't know what happened. We didn't do, no, do, didn't do a good job. You know, the concert was not good. So the, 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 the manager on, 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 the, on, the, on the way back in the, in the van, he said to us, you know, boys, that's it. I'm discouraged. I, I, I don't know what to do. Uh, let's, let's forget it. Let's, let's, bro- mm. let's break the band. Mm. We come to Paris. The same night, he calls me back. He said, you know what? Forget what we said. We just got a telegram from uh, Doug Eager. We have our first tour in America in a couple weeks. <laughs> so back to... So what I said, yeah, it, it was very... The fact that I met uh, Doug Eager was a very, very important thing in our career. And that was not only the first uh, uh, tour. In fact, we were the only, only till this date, hmm. only French rock and roll band to tour in America. Hmm. We have been the first and the last. No, nobody came here. Nobody, everybody's mm-hmm. afraid. Only as we had some, you know, uh, you know, we are aggressive, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we did another tour. Two, the first tour was nice. It was very charming, you know. Mm-hmm. People, oh, French band, you mm-hmm. know, they liked it. Uh, we played the UC University of Cincinnati. They liked it, and. Um, uh, everybody liked it, but you know, okay, they 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 were okay with our rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Second two, we come back. This was already harder because mm-hmm. we had to find more, you know, gigs and clubs and all this. And uh, it, it was not that, uh, that obvious that they, they they want to hire a French band playing mm-hmm. boogie and blues and rock. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a saying in in in, in French. Tu n'apprends pas au singe à faire la grimace. Mm-hmm. You don't teach the, 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 the um, uh, uh, monkey to do faces. <laughs> you don't teach him to do faces. So you come in America, you know, the, 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 the country where the, the rock and roll is born and you want to play also mm-hmm. rock and roll. So, um, okay. And then and, and what happened? I, the thing is, I don't know if what I'm going to say is before or after more rock and roll that we did the, the record. So at one time, uh, maybe it was before or after, because this is very important. Uh, what happened, unfortunately, unfortunately, is that in the middle of a tour there, maybe it was the third tour, and we were we were uh, with an agency, mm-hmm. you know, the engineer, you know, with our management agency, gave, a, gave us you know, a few gigs here and then to play. Mm-hmm. And then one day, 
He says, uh, Alan, okay, we're playing uh, Miami University. I said, fine. I look at the date. I said, Alan, this is Yom Kippur. <laughs> He said, no, 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 listen now. We cannot refuse. If we're going to refuse this gig, they're going to throw, uh, throw us out of the, of the, of the, the agency. We can't I said, Alan, it's Yom Kippur, no. No, no, we have to play with them. We played. It was the worst, <laughs> the worst, you know, <laughs> flop that a band can do. Uh -huh. Why? Because we had a, a full house, full house, okay? And, and we were so loud, not together and all this. Mm. People were leaving one by oh, one. <laughs> we were like a two, three hundred people. We were left with uh, 30, 40 people. At the end, it was bad gig, you know? At the end, I said to Alan, mm -hmm. I told you, not, 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 we should not play on Kippur. Anyway, so... Well, did Alan have a Jewish background? Was yeah, yeah, yeah. He's also born in Morocco. He, oh, okay. Moroccan is the brother of Mark. We're oh. three, three Moroccans oh. in the French band. We're three Moroccans and only one French guy, the best player, uh -huh. <laughs> Jackie Grant. And uh, uh, I would, inside, I was very upset, hmm. very upset. Upset, you know, that we, we had to play on Yom Kippur and all this. Uh, I think it was already after we had done uh, 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 Moroccan Rome, because mm -hmm. Moroccan Rome is also after uh, uh, the, the, the result of finishing the tour in America that also didn't go too well, mm -hmm. because, uh, you know, we weren't going nowhere. I told them, you know, at the end, I said, listen, We, like I told you, you know, we mm -hmm. don't teach the, the monkey to do the, the faces. <laughs> we come here and we play for them blues and, and, and boogie and rock. Mm. No, we come from Morocco mm. and then we have our roots. Let's do something with mm. it. So that's where it started. We went back to France. I went to, to learn to play the wood. Mm. And uh, well, my mistake after I realized, I said, I, I, I concentrate more on the music side of the influence of the Moroccan music instead of the percussive, mm -hmm. you know, side of it. Anyway, so that's where we did a Moroccan role. Mm -hmm. And by the way, Moroccan role, I did the song, I, I wrote the song, but who coined the term is Doug Yeager. Oh, well. I called it the, <laughs> the rock of Morocco or something. What yeah. are we, he said, why don't you call it the Moroccan rock? Oh, that's great. And what happened <laughs> is that this term was taken by all the people. Uh -huh. uh, 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 Collins, what's his name? Uh, Phil Collins? Phil Collins took it. I uh, uh, made the song Morocco. Another, another uh, uh, band of, the, of the, the 90s or 80s, they called it other dance thing. Uh, they called it Moroccan roll. Mm -hmm. We were the first yeah. one in 74. Anyway, so... Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, and what happened after uh, 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 went back uh, again to 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 work uh, on, on new new stuff. We were preparing the new album, which is the last one that we did. The fourth we did four four albums and few uh, uh, singles. What happened is the like I said, we were preparing the new uh, album called uh, uh, with we we named uh, Café de Paris. And uh, we had the rented, the, the management had rented the farm in Pennsylvania, somewhere, I think, uh, of, of a very known uh, uh, jazz guitarist, Larry Coriel. Yeah, yeah. You heard yeah, of him? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That was his farm. Uh -huh. So, okay, we were there, you know, writing songs, uh, you know, uh, preparing uh, the, the album. 
And then came the time of Yom Kippur again. So this time, I was not going to let anything, you know, going above my head. They said, uh, I said, I'm going to Brooklyn for Yom Kippur. I said, no, how can you do that? We have to, to rehearse here. And then I said, you do what you want. Mm. You go on up and down. You do what you want. I go to Brooklyn. That's mm. it. So they saw that I was firm. They came with me also. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they all grew up in similar homes. The, yeah, but guys, less, yeah. less religious uh-huh. than me. Less, much less religious. So, and what happened then? I went to this shtibol uh, of Rabbi Haliwa, Shalom, Rabbi Avraham Haliwa, Tzadik, real old school rabbi, full mm-hmm. beard, Moroccan, because there mm-hmm. in Morocco, Flatbush, everybody has mm-hmm. whatever, not, you know, shaved, whatever, mm-hmm. but full beard and real Moroccan Hasid. And I didn't move from the shul the whole day. Hmm. The whole day. You know, I, mean, I was so, so upset of what happened the year before. I think it was a year before. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and and that, that was my revenge, you know. Right. And, and, and it looked like Hashem Rahim that I had to go through that first, you know, to, to, to push me back to, to, to start to, 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 to think about the more, more of uh, Yiddishkeit and Judaism and all this. And um, that's where I, I, I started or, 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 to be to, 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 to come closer, to ask questions to mm. here. I would ask questions to my brother, mayor, and, you know, about here, about this, about Shabbat, about Hashem. And at the, st- uh, the same time also, I met Mayor Bersera. I don't mm. know if you heard mm, of yeah, him. Sure. I'm yeah, I met him, yeah. At the uh, same time also with the Moroccan community there in Flatbush. And uh, I was interested, but, you know, I was still with the band, so... Uh, yeah. What, oh, so what was after really also instrumental and also giving me in the head is that at this house of our friends, friends of my family, Rabbi Shlomo Lankri, it was like a small party or something. And then who was there? A, a rabbi also from, from Morocco, but lives, that lives in Israel, but uh, that, that knew my brothers, my elder brothers, eldest brothers were in, in, in Aix-les-Bains, Yeshiva, Yeshiva mm-hmm. Aix-les-Bains, famous in, in, in France. Uh, not Lubavitch, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Novardok, whatever. And uh, 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 he, he was like a friend of the family. So he sees me, you know, I'm, I'm here with long hair, white suit, white uh, boots, mm-hmm. you know, white big uh, high heel boots. Mm-hmm. He said, what's your name? Said uh, Jacques Biton, ah, what's the name of your father? Azar Biton. Mm. Said what? You, Azar Biton, the, the the son of Azar Biton. <laughs> you like this? <laughs> <laughs> he said, you don't know who is your father. You don't know who is your father, Azar Biton, because my father was was popular in, in, in Casablanca. He was known. We mm-hmm. we were wealthy. Hashem, they they called my father Tazr Azar. Mm-hmm. Meaning, meaning the, the rich Azar, because mm-hmm. my, my father's name was Azar, not El Azar. Uh-huh. He changed it after in Israel to, to El Azar. Uh-huh. But in Morocco, we had, you know, Azar, not El Azar, uh-huh. sometimes. Uh-huh. So he said, you don't know who's your father, the, the great man. All this. So he had shaken me like this mm-hmm. already, you know. He said, but you know, I said, you know, I'm a rock band, this and that. He said, <laughs> what is Stuyot, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, I, I met him. Uh, I, 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 I bumped into him uh, a few months ago in a, on the way back from Israel, I think. Anyway, so um, 
he also was, you know, instrumental in, in, in shaking me uh, up, you know. Mm. All right, so after that, yeah, that's it. I, I started to, to one, I opened books, you know, I had a re regular, usual, you know, uh, 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 way of, of uh, Balchuvas to come back to, 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 To the to Judaism, but you already had a yeshiva education. It wasn't no, I, I know I myself. Now was on the yeshiva. I was always in modern Orthodox mm. uh, uh, schools. Uh, no, the rest of the time in Morocco we were in secular schools. Oh, okay. You know, only two years the year when I was 10, and mm. years I was 13. My father wanted us to get more uh, solid uh, 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 religious education. Mm -hmm. So that's why he sent us to these uh, 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 schools in 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 France because there mm. were no schools like this in in Casablanca. Mm. So, but uh, the, the way it was then, you know, I would be from there in the, in, in, in the school, go back to, mm -hmm. to Morocco, the girls, the beach, and then, <laughs> and then and everything is, there, is done. And uh, same thing, you know, after 14, you come back to, to uh, your friends, you go to the beach, the movies, and, and then that's it, it's gone. <laughs> and that's how we, we, it was. And uh, we we'll go to the movies on Shabbat, whatever, so in the afternoon, my father would not know about it. We just sneak out of the house and go mm -hmm. whatever that was yeah. the way you know yeah. uh, our you know uh, it's true that my my parents were very religious and I, I and I and I grew up with a you know very from uh, environment you know mm -hmm. uh, Pesach the Haggadah would sit on in, in the table each one would say a, a part of the Haggadah and the singing with my father and the Shabbatot the Hilulot mm -hmm. my father used to do you know what is the Hilula You know, the I mean, your, like, the know your side of, yeah. the, of the Tzadikim. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Your yeah. side of Tzadikim. Yeah, yeah. And, and we'd invite the uh, Rabbanim uh -huh. and, and all the poor people, you know. Uh, we had a big villa in, in, in Morocco. Anyway, so that, that yeah, I was really influenced. But then after, you know, 15, 16, 17, you're already out, out, mm -hmm. out. Until 18, you are on your own. Your parents are you're in Casablanca and you're in, in your own with your brothers, but still on your own with, with a band. Mm -hmm. I held it for six months not to eat non-kosher. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and then after, well, that also, you know, was done. And uh, so fast forward, forward to, to where we were about uh, uh, um, what happened, you know, after the, the, the second, uh, this last album, Okay, what caused the party? What happened in before that? Before we had did we had an, another singer with this one. Mm -hmm. What happened? I didn't know exactly the details, but I was told after not long ago that what happened is that the singer Jolab. We had to prepare for a tour to come the next uh, tour in America, and uh, so he but he wanted to go to to Morocco on vacation mm -hmm. with, with a girl or something. So the Alan Taylor said, no, you cannot do that. We have to, to rehearse. We have a tour coming. You have to. Mm -hmm. The guy didn't hear, listen to it. He went to, to, mm -hmm. to. So uh, he was very upset. Uh, the manager, he said, we're going to take another singer. Mm -hmm. So that's why he, we hired, he hired another one. The other one was a soft guy, soft mm -hmm. uh, voice. Uh, not as, uh, you mm -hmm. know, uh, as a uh, showman uh, uh, like, uh, like the other one. Not aggressive, not, uh, mm -hmm. too, too soft, too, too, too sweet. Whatever. But he was a good singer and he had done already a couple hits on his own in France. And, um, okay, he was a professional guy. We did the, the, all the new songs with him, with his singing. And we started the, the, the new concert with him. And in the middle of a tour, because this guy was more 
I mean, it's not normal. We we were mm. not like this. We were not. We were just okay. Go ahead. Mm. We don't care about the money. I know the way we, we spend the money. We put the, the management put the, puts back the money in investing. Mm. You know, but he was more like uh, his head on his shoulders mm. and then and, and business. He says, uh, "I'm not happy with the management. Where's the money? Where's mm. this that?" So uh, in the middle of a tour, he leaves us. Mm. What happened, what normally was going to happen two weeks after, mm -hmm. in Cleveland, we had, to, we, had, we had to open for the Rolling Stones. <laughs> <laughs> so the guy leaves us, dumps us on, in the middle of a yeah. tour in Chicago. Chicago was the, the, the morning day for, <laughs> for the band. Yeah. Almost everybody was crying. And, uh, but I, I have to say that before that, before we went to, to Cincinnati, we had already started to to open for big names uh, at the time. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we were uh, we were getting already almost there. We opened for Aerosmith, uh, Kiss, uh, 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 Back Turner, uh, Back uh, Back uh, Turner Overdrive. Mm -hmm. You heard of those bands? Yeah, of course. <laughs> what what did they did Back Turner Overdrive? Which which, I've heard, well, Bachman Terminal Overdrive, I'm not as familiar with. I mean, yeah, obviously, you know. Taking care of business. Oh, yeah, that, that's what that, I know. That yeah, was yeah, them. Yeah. Anyway, uh, guess who? Uh, yes, uh, Kiss, uh, Steppenwolf. We were opening for the, and, and, in, and in fact, we were stealing the, the show from everybody. Really? Because we were, you know, greedy and, and wow. we uh, were, uh, you know, uh, 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 aggressive. Were you spending time with, with the guys in these uh, bands? Sometimes, sometimes, yeah. But sometimes they were kind of just snobs, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but the only band that we they didn't steal the show from was uh, Bachman Turner Overdrive. Oh, wow. They were so powerful. Uh, we, 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 <laughs> well, this is before the, the Rolling Stones. You, before the... Yeah, yeah. What but about I, the Rolling Stones? You're, you're leading up to that. That was leading. No, no. Right, I'm right. saying that I, I came back a little bit, bit, bit rewinded a little bit to, mm -hmm. to tell you at this point, already before he left the, the band, you know, in Chicago, when, when, he had the, 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 when he left in Chicago, we had already done a, a, a good, you know, no, no, good way to, to a nice way to, to go up, you know, and then try to make something. And uh, like I said, uh, when when in the middle of the tour we, we were supposed to to open for the for the Rolling Stones in in Cleveland, so we decided to go to back to to Cincinnati to try to regroup. To say the the bass player went back to to Paris because he saw there was nothing else to do. You canceled and, the show with the with the Stones? No, no. Ah, we could not play already. No, we, we that was not relevant anymore. Huh. We were not. We, we we just almost broke up. We we had to. Huh. We we stopped. We make and we didn't stop. We went to to Cincinnati, and there we tried to find some new guys. They were Americans, you know. Yeah. So what was left was uh, 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 Marco. But at the time, we also had an addition of two musicians. Mm. One uh, a Tunisian guy from France playing the violin. It was an older guy. And uh, but he had already gone or already back. He had to do something, and 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 the keyboardist, keyboardist uh, uh, that uh, that we had, uh, Jim Morris. I I we, we met uh, just not long ago after not seeing each other for forty years. Hmm. Anyway, um, uh, so we tried to regroup in 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 Cincinnati, and the manager found found a bass player. 
And, 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 and the singer, the singer was fantastic, a mm -hmm. great singer, blues type, you know, the, the uh, type of um, uh, Allman Brothers uh, type of uh, sound of... Mm -hmm. of, of Greg Allman. Uh, yeah, yeah, very, very good. We, but we did only like two gigs, two concerts this way with the new guys. Mm -hmm. And after uh, the guitarist and me, we, we looked at each other and said, um, you know what, it's not happening. Hmm. The the vibes was not there anymore. It was not it was not good anymore. So hmm. so we decided to to break up. At the time already when I was in Cincinnati, and I back, uh, back to my spiritual you know uh, uh, journey. When I was in Cincinnati, I was already. I, oh, that was the time when I wrote to my father to send me the talent and feeling. Hmm. You know. To, to to Israel, and after I saw him um, in Israel later on, he said that was the the best day, you know, <laughs> in life because he thought that was completely lost. Anyway, so uh, 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 I would go to shul also, and I and, and the first times, you know, unfortunately, you know, the, the the road manager would take me in his van on Shabbat, you mm. know, to the shul, whatever. I would go there, but after that said, I decided to 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 go. For, for for good and I one day I, I one time I was on Shabbat I go to the shul I sit down and in front of me somebody you know with a big smile and also about you knew fresh Balchuva Shmuel Klatskin and he's really instrumental in get me uh, give, uh, uh, connecting me with Chabad hmm. he, he he you know he, he we liked it right away he also plays uh, he plays a little bit bass so he liked the band he came he jammed and uh, we had a you know good friendship uh, going on and, uh, and he introduced me to the the, the first Shaliyah uh, that I met in, in Cincinnati was Rabbi Kalmanson hmm. uh, Rabbi Popek also and, and, but mostly the, the one I remember is and I know the one I forgot his name. His son is uh, used to be my neighbor. Anyway, so um, and that that was the thing. So when we decided to break up to the the, the band, he said, and I knew that I was going back to Paris. He said, you know, uh, uh, before you leave, uh, come with me. We're going to go to Crown Heights, to Brooklyn Crown Heights. There's an encounter with a student. He explained me the whole mm. thing with the, the Rebbe. For the Rebbe, and I, I just had. Lightly heard about him. I mean, you know, of course, when he introduced me to Chabad, I started to know about the Rebbe. But before that, never heard his name. I only one time remember in, in Flatbush hearing about the Admur. Admur. That's mm. all I remember of the Rebbe. So that was in December 75, long before you were born. <laughs> uh, December was right after us. December 75 was, I was, I would have been six months old. Oh, okay. Five I, months I old. thought you were yeah. after that. <laughs> okay. Anyway. I <laughs> Compliment. Yeah. And uh, it, so we came to the, to the Pgisha. It was called the Pgisha. And that was, of, of course, the first time I saw the Rebbe. Of course, you know, like everybody, you, you fall in admiration. You know, there's no nothing to say about that. And, uh, and in fact, uh, the, the 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 house where I was by for Shabbat was the, the Rabbi Goldman, who happens to have been after the Rebbe of my son, of my oh. of my elder son, <laughs> Rabbi Goldman Shehriyeh. And uh, that was the first time in in in. In, in Crown Heights, back to to Paris. And after, I think, I went to Israel for vacation. I went to Kfar Chabad. 
And I and I meet this guy where I learned with I was uh, a Sephardi guy, Algerian Asher. I remember this name. And he, I was still dressing a little bit modern, you know. I was not mm-hmm. really like full fledged, you know, like after. Anyway, so uh, he looks at me, says, "You know, when you go back to Paris, there's two groups of Lubavitch there. Mm-hmm. There's one Moulet. You know, you heard of uh, Moulet Azimov." By Mulia Zimov. That's the big one, the, okay. big, uh, the big group. And the other one is Pasteur, Mr. Pasteur. Mm-hmm. He said, You, you go to Pasteur. Mm-hmm. He looked at me, he said, you, You are the kind to go, not, not with Mule. Anyway, this is where I went then to Mr. Pasteur. It's called Hadar Torah. Nothing to do with Hadar Torah from uh-huh. here. Yeah, Hadar Torah in, in Paris. And uh, started to, to learn and to, to, to get, uh, you know, into. Uh, Hasidut and everything, I mean, Tanya, whatever. And uh, at that time already, the, the friend I, I met there, you know, Shaul Ben Shimon, Alava Shalom, uh, only yesterday I did the Kaddish for his mother because mm-hmm. he passed away himself already. So nobody, it was nobody to say Kaddish for his mother. Um, we, we, he had already formed another uh, uh, group called, uh, uh, with the, the bracha of the Rebbe, Aderet um, Vaimuna. So we were like a, a little group of uh, 12 people, 16 people, now remember. And we came in Yudbet Tammuz 76. Hmm. So there, that's where Dashgacha, Hashem, the Rebbe, <laughs> put me under, you know... <laughs> Right orbit for 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 the music and for 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 whatever till what this happened? day. Yeah. Uh, this is what happened. Yeah. Exactly. So, you'd bet Tammuz. Uh, we were there, okay, for the Far Brengen, and um, uh, okay, that's uh, something that we always a little argued with the two of us because already he said there is a French uh, group here, stand and and sing Deret uh, Muna. So we said we stood up the two of us because the, the others were uh, you know uh, somewhere else, and I yeah, with the with the French national with the Marseillaise yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so uh, we 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 and and always after we had a small you know nice argument between us say who started the first you know mm-hmm. I said no I started he said no I started <laughs> the first whatever <laughs> anyway at the time at the same time I had the, the, of course the Yichidut. Uh, uh, I was a, a single. I was still a single. Mm-hmm. I had uh, the first Yechidut with the Rebbe. And uh, 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 at the time, I don't know, before or after, I wrote a, a, a separate uh, you know, a letter to the Rebbe where I asked a bracha. And I don't know what went through my mind at the time. I wrote the lyrics of, of the song that I was working on, you know, the, the song of mm-hmm. King David, you know. You know that song. Hashem will show me the light until the time. That's on the Rhyme album? Yeah, the first yeah, one. First one, yeah. Anyway, uh, I wrote the, 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 song, the, the lyrics just of the, of, the, of the chorus. I didn't have okay. anything else. I was just, bracha uh, for the music, what I'm, I'm going to do. I explained him where I come from, mm-hmm. the band, the broke up, everything. And now this is what I do, and I want a bracha. And you, and in the letter you presented said here's an example of some lyrics I'm working on. Yeah, I, sh- yeah. I don't remember exactly what I wrote. Uh-huh. Man. This is the lyrics of okay. a song that I'm working on. Okay, and it was about Mashiach. Yeah. So the Rebbe answered, and that was my big surprise because uh-huh. I was just expecting just a bracha, you know. Right. And the Rebbe answers, 
ואם בקלות להוסיף, ויהי רצון שיהיה בקרוב ממש. Which means, you know, if it's possible, if it's not too hard for you, to add, ויהי רצון שיהיה בקרוב ממש, which I did on, on, in the song, in the first album. At the time I was honored, flattered, and asked me to ask some, to, to add some words, you know. But he, he wanted you to put the, the, the uh, something about Bekar of Mamash in the lyrics. Because in the lyrics, the, 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 the song, the chorus was in English. Right. But at, he said, if at the end of the song, meaning at the end, if you yeah. can add those words. In, in Hebrew. In Hebrew. Yeah. Huh. And then this is what I did. These are songs. Meaning she come, come quickly. Right. Well, at the end yeah. of the of the song. And I, like I said, at the time I was honored, uh, flattered, whatever you want to call it. And I didn't think too much about uh-huh. it. And it took me a few years to understand that the Rebbe at this time gave me his endorsement. Wow. Not only encouragement, because, yeah. uh, you know, But I mean, because I heard after that, the Rebbe never does that. Hmm. To say, to, to, I've never heard of that. Add some lyrics <laughs> to a song. I mean, I, at the end of the, I said, I said wait a minute, uh, the Rebbe collaborated with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Five words or 50 words is the same thing, you know. And, uh, and, 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 and was the Rebbe saw it that why I understood till only maybe just uh, recently I understood why because at the time I was not even I didn't say I didn't tell the Rebbe I'm going to record soon I have a band I have already, nothing I was just uh, a single I was living in Paris I didn't live in back in, 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 in Crown Heights yet I was mm-hmm. not married I had nothing in fact it took from 76 till 82 to record that, that song wow. and then the first album you know six years but the Rebbe right away, right away, hmm. gave me endorsement and, and endorsement. Because mm-hmm. he saw whatever he saw. And I said to myself, wait a minute. The Rebbe gave me his bracha, his endorsement, but at the same time, it was also a, a message. Mm-hmm. What was the message? That, and I mean, no, what was the reason why he gave me already uh, some encouragement and, and, and reinforcement? Because mm-hmm. the Rebbe pre saw that it's going to take time. Mm. It's going to take time. He saw already, I mean, I was, uh, uh, of course, I was uh, successful with the first album mm-hmm. and we did tours. And, uh, about that, I'll talk about uh, what, uh, whatever it was. That, was. that was 1982, you're saying? 82, yes, 82, when yeah. I did the album and uh, we did the tours in, in France, here. and uh, The second album, volume two, was... was 84. Yeah. Was 84, okay. 84, yeah. So, uh, uh, where was I? Yeah, so the Rebbe gave you the bracha. Yeah, it took you yeah, time yeah. To get yeah, to yeah. No, I understood later on, yeah. like not even recently. Uh-huh. Why already Rebbe right away? I mean, he could have waited another four, five years until I come back, until I come, I, you know, uh, settle in, in Kronheis, mm-hmm. and then he knows that I'm going to recall, and then he's going to tell me, okay, mm-hmm. now, uh, uh, if you can add the, the whatever. And uh, uh, that w- uh, this is what I understood. Why, why the Rebbe... Already be, before I do anything, before I, I I didn't have anything to do, you know, was not ready not to to record, not to have a band, nothing. Mm-hmm. And uh, 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 the Rebbe saw already that, although yeah, you're gonna do something in music, but it's gonna take time. Mm-hmm. And how do I know? How do I have the proof? Mm-hmm. Okay, because 
many times after in 84 and all this, uh, I, I would, uh, you know, see people in the street, you know, people that know me, uh, somebody, you know, even a rabbi known, you know, I don't want to say his name, known guy. No, Yitzhak, what's, what's, with, what's with your music? What's your, with your music? I said, well, you know, I have obstacles. Ah, obstacles, schmottacles, <laughs> nothing. What, what, what are you talking about? I said, you want to hear something? Mm-hmm. I said, you know, every Yutet Kislev, Yutet Kislev is my birth, birth, oh. birthday. Every Yutet Kislev, I write to the Rebbe to have a bracha, to find sp- a sponsor, some, you know, backing, financial mm-hmm. backing for to do the next mm-hmm. record. No answer. That's in 84, 85, mm. nothing, 86, 87, mm. 88, 89, 90, 91, mm. 92. When I get the answer was the Yutet Kislev before Chavzai Nadar. Mm-hmm. We had the Rabbi had the stroke. Mm. Just to tell me, at the time already, I had already the simanim of the Rebbe, you know, put me in perspective to, to, to show me that my journey is going to take time. Hmm. It's not the time yet. It's not the time. You know, I, I understood that. When I saw that, the Rebbe not, not answering, hmm. I said, okay, no problem. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not the type of uh, uh, being aggressive, you know, hmm. and I uh, knock on doors and call people and this, I'm not. And I said, okay, it's not the time. Okay, I'll wait. Hmm. <laughs> and uh, what happened is... Like I said, you know, after the second record, I was doing uh, concerts here and there, and the second record also. But what happened is that although although I, I, I sold 90% of the records in cassettes in America, okay, mm-hmm. and people loved it, and they loved the, the, the songs and everything, I was getting uh, gigs more in France and Israel mm. where, where I sold maybe not even, mm. not even 5% of it. Of, of, of the whole thing, you know, mm-hmm. no, they didn't have no distribution at the time. Mm. In Israel, they had one store, one guy, I don't know the name. <laughs> and in, in, in France, uh, one, uh, you know, a uh, 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 library store, whatever, of, of a Jewish, uh, the Judaica, whatever. Mm-hmm. No, no distribution. And this is where I had, I had more, you know, more, more uh, concerts and all this. And in America, people loved it. But... The prom- pro- uh, concert promoters didn't want me. Hmm. No, they ignored me. They, uh, you know, I would meet some of them in in Borough Park and then, oh, Yitzhak, we love your music. Wah, wah, wah. Next time they they make a they organize a concert, they don't call me. Here and there concert, no. I understood that they didn't want me because I, it, it was understandable because. I came with a new type of music, mm-hmm. you know, new, new style. They, 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 they were not very, you know, uh, into it. And plus, uh, 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 market-wise, they wanted to have the control of, of the music that they were into. You know, they had the control of the, the Hasidic pop, uh, mm-hmm. you know, of the time, you know, you know, everybody here and there. And they didn't want this guy playing soul rock and Moroccan music and English and all this, because, in fact, I was the first... Sfaradi guy coming uh, singing in English, although was all the old Sfaradim singing Hebrew, mm-hmm. and uh, so I was ignored by them. Mm. And what happened is that 
I started to, uh, and I had no choice to organize my own concert myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I would uh, have uh, the, the help of a, a friend here and there uh, out of time. I remember in Montreal, in Albany, and here and there we did something. But I didn't like it. I'm, I'm not the concert promoter. Mm. I, mean, I, I became the concert promoter. The, right. and I, I would my head in you know, with, with the posters and, right. and the music and the rehearsal and, 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 yeah. and the tickets and this and that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and in, we even, even did the concert in, in Yerushalayim. And who opened for me? Shlomo Kalbach. Hmm. And I, had, I, I myself handed him the money at the end of what the year? Concert. What year is this? Uh, in the 80s? 85, 86, yeah. maybe. Mm-hmm. 86, maybe. I don't know. I handed him the money myself to, and I didn't like it. Mm. I hated it. I said, what? <laughs> this is not my job. This is, I'm a musician. I'm right, not, right. Uh, you know. I said, oh, you know what? I'm going to stop. Mm. I'm going to, you know, I decided to make a little stop, a little break. Uh, thinking in my head, okay, I see the people don't, the, I mean, the people from the, from the the, the, the the industry, whatever, Jewish mm. industry, didn't want me. I said, okay, you know what? I'm going to prepare the third record and I'm going to show them. You know, this is one in my head, right. okay? So I said, you know, in the meantime, I'll take a break and I'll come, you know, more, you know, prepared and uh, reinforced. Because there's this uh, saying also in French, it says, reculer, reculer pour mieux sauter. Meaning, step back mm-hmm. in order to jump higher. <laughs> so I said, okay, I'm going to stop. And, 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 but uh, that uh, stepping back uh, took uh, 30-something <laughs> oh, yeah. years. And uh, 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 because it's, it was like, don't call us and we won't call you, mm-hmm. okay? So then I didn't call people. I didn't push for concert. And I, mm-hmm. So people didn't. And they were, you out? Okay, good, out. We don't, we don't need you, you can't say, I mean, I'm talking about the promoters. Yeah. Because the people, they love the music. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I, I was getting calls from Williamsburg, you know, mm-hmm. guys with piss, you know. Yeah. And, uh, oh, we love your music, blah, yeah. blah. I said, uh, even the rock parts of them. He said, yeah, 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 everything. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was, I, when I did the first record, I was really very careful how to put, you know, uh, not so much uh, rock, not so much <laughs> this. No, no, be careful, you know, because I didn't. But they loved it, anyway. So uh, 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 um, I stopped, and of course, people thought that I was out. Mm. So no more concerts. So I started to do weddings, you know. Mm-hmm. Weddings were not my thing, you know. Mm. I, I I had to do because you had to make some money. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, I had enough of it mm. because what happened is, you know, I, it's it's me. You know, I, I made the you know a name of of myself of being the wild guy on the on the drums. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the wild drummer. And uh, what happened is, I, I, I would do a, a wedding with Nigina or these people or whoever, and I would come in some. Guys from Borough Park or Williamsburg will recognize me. He said, oh, you're drummer, drummer of, of Cool Heights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Energy, energy, energy. Mm-hmm. Meaning, uh, get, get, yeah, yeah. Uh, get crazy. I said to myself, well, what is this? I'm a circus act. What is it? Push the button and then play the crazy guy. <laughs> I hated it. I could not stand it. Plus, you know, the, the playing four or five hours, you know, things. And it's, uh, you know, let me tell you something. Uh, Hasidic music is great to listen to, to dance to, mm-hmm. but for a drummer, 
it's boring. Mm. Unless you're one of those uh, new drummers, upcoming uh, drummers who wants to, to, to uh, practice their chops and then uh -huh. they come to wedding and they practice their chops. I was not into that. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, it, it was not my thing. And I, I knew, I knew it. I said, I felt it. I knew that if I was going to go on doing mu uh, uh, weddings, I would quit the music. Mm. I would quit, quit music completely. So I had to do something different outside of the of the music to stay mm. in music, mm. you know. Mm -hmm. Usually people uh, deal with it. Uh, because you don't do concert, okay, you do clubs, you do you do uh, uh, small parties, you do bar mitzvahs, you do this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And people make a lot of money in it, yeah. you know. Private parties, oh, this is where the money is. The rock right. business is not, they don't make... Anyway... Wait, I mean, so you're... I guess as a, as a creative musician, yeah. I mean, because I, I, because this is something that I've encountered as well. Yeah, and I've spoken to for a while. I was trying to say, can I mix? I could, I could do. It, I could play, and I even bought a keyboard that I could do with the beats and everything. And I yeah. did a couple of gigs like that, and a couple of opportunities come up here and there. Yeah, um, and because it pays, because it paid well, and yeah. I, and I, I went to some of the established wedding performers. Yeah, in Crown Heights, and I asked them. You know, how, how do I get into this? How can I get some, some opportunities to play? And, I, and more than the fact that they would tell me, yeah, it's kind of, the scene so, is kind of sewn up, which yeah, is fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they made it clear to me that they were completely unenthusiastic with what they were doing. And, and that, that I got from a number of people who were, you know, big in, the, in the wedding in, scene. In, I'm not going to say names. No, no, who I'm was in the, 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 the players. Oh, oh the, the players. They were the ones who get, who play all the weddings. Oh, yeah, 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 and, yeah. And the fact that they were so unenthusiastic about the music, and I say, oh, well, you know, you you're, have a life in music, you yeah, know, yeah. we talk about it, but now we just do this, play the same stuff every yeah. night, and they yeah. want, they, every month is like some new yeah, yeah, Hasidic yeah, pop hit, yeah, yeah. and, and they, that, I, that struck me, and it doesn't surprise me, because yeah. I'm the same way, yeah. that, For a creative musician to be, and I, I know, I know a couple of musicians who, who they just, it, it feels a little bit soul killing, and they kind of have to do something to survive. Exactly. It's. Exactly. Uh, I respect that. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, listen, like I said. Uh, Hasidic music is, is, is so good. I mean, you have to listen to Hasidic music to dance to it. It's fantastic. But for a drummer, yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, even if you put all the chops off of, of disco and rock and all right, this, right. at the end of the day, it's the pulse of umpa, umpa, yeah. umpa. Yeah. It's, that's, that's what it is, you know, the melody. Yeah. Anyway, but that's not the point. Uh, uh, right, right. You know, the, the schlepping, the, 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 you know, too much, too much, you know, it was too much for me. Well, you had the years you were playing um, with the, the Varashians, the, they, that was... That you had a roadie during that oh, time? Oh, we had you didn't have three roadies. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you, you, you got the I taste was of that life. I was spoiled. I didn't have to change. I come to the drums, you know, and I touch a little little cymbal here and there, a little. <laughs> and I was, yeah. and at the end, you know, they knew exactly, they made the marks where they put the hats uh, yeah. here and this. Yeah, I was spoiled. Three-year-old manager. <laughs> so uh, even though sometimes I had some help from people to, to schlep, I, I, I hated it. Mm -hmm. I could not stand it I when I knew uh, the day uh, I had the wedding for, for the night in the day I was oh, I have a wedding you know yeah. the, and what happened I said that's it that's it I'm, I'm going to stop I told my wife you take when people call Ben Lino calls you take me another gig you know you accept another wedding I throw the, the, the drums out of, of the house <laughs> 
<laughs> so she thought I was, I was serious about it and she stopped. So what happened at the same time is, oh, by the way, just something uh, 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 funny. I was in, uh, in, uh, in the shul on a Friday night and I see this drummer coming to me and he comes, he says, what are you doing here? Go back to friends. <laughs> <laughs> the guy, you know, whatever. He didn't yeah. like uh, the fact that I was doing something in in the music. Anyway, so but you know, it it it, it really kept in. It was uh, hmm. it was still on my head, on my mind because when that happened, you know, that I didn't get too much the work here, and the most most of the work was in France. Right. I was I was getting you know every month to go to France hmm. when I didn't sell not almost nothing there. Wow. Meaning that if here the, the, the promoters will give me the, the, the work and I, I would work uh, uh, nonstop. Right. But they didn't want. Uh-huh. So I asked, I, I wrote to the Rebbe. I said, uh, I explained the problem that most of the work is uh, the, the gigs and are in, in, uh, out of uh, you know, the States. Uh, should I, shall we go back to France? I wrote to the Rebbe. Mm. Rebbe did not answer. Mm. Did not answer. So I knew it was not. Uh, 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 that was not a good idea, and in the at the same time was the same time when I got the the proposition to 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 be the manager of the hotel, mm-hmm. the Crown Palace Hotel. You know, you heard of of it? Yeah, yeah, incredible. So okay, good, good. I said uh, no problem. I can do that. I, I did it, and and Baruch Hashem. What happened is, even though I, I had to do things that were not in music. And I had to spend time for it, you know, out of the music. Hashem always uh, 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 arranged it a, a, a certain way that I still could do music mm. even there. There, mm-hmm. there. How? You know, in the, in the office, you know, I would, you know, of course, answer the phone and all this. But many, many times, and often it was not busy. Mm-hmm. Not busy. So I would have a, a keyboard, you know, near the, the, the desk. Mm-hmm. I have a four-track uh, cassette recorder. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 mic, whatever, and 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 the keyboard, and, and work on songs, mm. you know. So there are many songs that mm. I worked on in in the hotel, and same thing in Minneapolis. In, in Minneapolis, when I was there, also for for Ashgaha, they gave me a room. I brought my my equipment. I you know I, you know, I go to do the the Ashgaha thing. When I and I finish, I go and and I, and I and I and I write songs and I play on songs, whatever. Well, you feel that was a function of. I mean, you say that Hashem gave you that opportunity because right. you had that kind of job that gave you that time. Yeah. But, not, but obviously you, you were looking for that time also, meaning you had songs need, in you that you needed, needed to get out. I needed that time also. Yeah. It, 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 that, I was part of the Ikuvim uh, that I was talking to people when, when, when you don't have, when you, your time is taken, yeah. instead of doing mm-hmm. what you have to do in creative things and, and the writing songs and, and, and releasing songs, you have to, to, to go to, 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 to play for, you know, to pay the, the bills. In fact, uh, I, I want to say something, something very, you know, personal about, you, you heard of Yossi Green? Yeah, yes, Green is a fantastic uh, songwriter. He's such a subtle man with so much, you know, understanding and and chokma. He came to the. I, I was the last thing I did out of the music was Mashgiach uh, in the Marais. The Marais, you heard of the Marais? Yeah, yeah, in, in you know, the, Manhattan. The, yeah, yeah, yeah and, and all the problems I had there, you know, the French restaurant. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, they yeah, yeah. sue me for whatever. Uh, he knew he, he could feel that I was not comfortable there. You know, uh-huh. I mean, uh, 
uh, you know, a lot of people come and see me there. I mean, there's nothing wrong to be a mashgiach. When, mm-hmm. when you you know, you know uh, exactly the mentality of musicians. Mm-hmm. You know, when you are in music yeah. and your music is your profession, yeah. you, and if you do something else, it yeah. means that uh, whatever, you, yeah, you're yeah. not successful, you're a little loser. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so he he could feel that I was not uh, comfortable. So one day, he was with he came a couple times and we speak and and one day he was with uh, Dudu Fisher. Mm-hmm. You heard of Dudu yeah, Fisher? Yeah, sure. They're a famous guy. So he he had so much you know uh, 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 how you call it uh, tact. Mm-hmm. When I came to say hello, he didn't say to do Fisher, this is Yitzhak Biton, the, uh-huh, uh-huh. the singer. Because we had met, he forgot about me, right. we had met in 84 in, in, in the festival, Hasidic festival, where he, he was also, it was uh-huh. like a, a competition, you know. Uh-huh. In 84, we did a, a Hasidic festival in Yerushalayim. So uh, we had met already, but maybe he didn't recognize me, but he didn't, mm. he didn't introduce me. He said, hello, this is Dudu Fisher. Mm. Yeah. And I thought, I thought this guy has so much tact because yeah. he didn't want, he knew that a musicians, you know, because the guy is a singer, opera, yeah. whatever. And I, I, I this is Rakbiton, the, 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 who did the Raya Memna, blah, blah, blah. You don't want. So I, I really, you know, created it for him for, for mm-hmm. that tact, you know. In any case, even 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 that in that restaurant, I wrote the song. Mm. The last song I did, uh, I don't know if you heard of "Betomar uh, Dai." Uh, that that's your most recent single. Uh, yes, yeah, in, yeah, in yeah, Hebrew, "Betomar Dai." Yeah, you listen to it. Yeah, yeah. You know the boogie uh, rockers. Yeah, I wrote, I wrote it there. I was, uh, you know, washing uh, lettuce. How recently was this? You wrote seven years. I mean, it was two thousand seven. I left uh, two thousand seven. So what? Uh, uh, 11 years, oh, mm. what a, as I said, seven years, 11 years ago. Mm. You know, washing the lettuce, you know, and under the, you know, the water and all this. <laughs> and also, you know, because yeah. Baruch Hashem, you know, I, I trained myself to write songs from my head. Wow. Why? Because um, most of the, not most of the time, I mean, often the melodies would come to me on Shabbat. Right. Yom Tov. So uh, I got used to it, you know. That's to happened to me also. Yeah. So how do you how do you retain it? Let's say it comes to Friday night. Yeah. But so I, what I do you do? You you I cause it? Yeah, yeah. Sing it, sing it, sing it. If I I, I, I always think to myself, if I don't, if I don't remember it, uh-huh. it means that uh, it was not. Oh, the, I say the it same thing to myself. It was not wow, interesting. <laughs> it was not interesting enough. So forget. And it. I also say if, if if something comes to me, yeah. I try to capture as much as I can. Yeah. But if. If for some reason I, I didn't catch it and then I, yeah. I forget, I don't worry about it also because it will come back. I, I, in some cases, it, it, it'll come back if, yeah. if it's important enough, yeah, yeah. You know, if it's right. worth it enough. Yeah, exactly. So uh, back to uh, uh, um, what the people on the street would you know, ask me all the time. No, it's Haq, your music, where are you? We don't hear from you. And, uh, and and at the time I would tell them, oh, uh, uh, okay, I'll, I'll tell I'll say that after. I would tell them, you know, listen, I make kubim, obstacles, mm. and the same thing. Ah, okay, okay. So afterwards, <laughs> after a while, they would look at me and they, with a funny look, like, uh, okay, they, like they're saying, all right, all right, this guy is too proud or too embarrassed to say that he he left the music. <laughs> I could feel that people would think this thing. But it, it was legitimate, you know, but they don't see me, they don't hear about me, nothing. Okay, the guy is done. 
Uh, at that time already, <clears throat> I had uh, uh, met, uh, you know, the, uh, you heard of Baba Saleh. Yeah. <clears throat> so his secretary, personal secretary, Rabbi uh, Elia Welfasi, mm. <clears throat> after Baba Saleh uh, passed away, he would come to, 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 to New York, to Brooklyn, to, and meet I mean, have people, uh, receive people, you know, mm -hmm. from Brachot and all this. So I went to him, and the first time I went to him, I said, uh, Rabbi Fasi, why I have all this ikuvim? I explain, mm. explained him the, the, the problems, you know, not finding, you know, uh, financial backing and this, and why I have mm. all this, uh, you know, I have a lot of music and all. He said, because you talk too much. He said, don't talk. So from that time, wow. from that time, <laughs> I, I, I really played the dead guy. And that's why also it added more to people thinking that this guy is done, is out of the music. And that could not be further than the truth. So what's the real story? So what are you, I, you, the you truth have a lot is of that music. I, I, what I is was your, what are your working on, on music yeah. and my computer and, and, right. and then uh, day and night on, 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 and I have Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, I have a pile, a piled up songs. Even, even so much that uh, like three, four years ago, I said to myself, ah, that's it. I'm so, I don't want I don't I want to write, write songs. Anymore. I don't want to write so songs what you, anymore. What are you doing with all this? Have you, have you you've prepared some of this I for have, release? Uh, and, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm working right now. Uh, you heard of Oso. Also? Oso. Oso is, you know, the second record was not really recognized as that much good. Mm -hmm. But it happened to, to have the best song that I ever heard, wrote in my life. Uh -huh. Oso, the slow song. Mm -hmm. Also dedicated to my brother's uh, memory. That was on the set. By the way, so, song from my brother. Yeah. Right. So you redid it. Ah, a video. This one. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, it, it, my mom, it's so beautiful. I mean, the video also really, yeah, it really yeah, evokes yeah. what. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. it's I, it's, I went back. I listened to the original version, but I was the, the version you did recently in the yeah, studio with. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just so, it's so yeah. it touches you so deep. Yeah, and the video is touching, moving because I'll see all these. Uh, 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 soldiers so, yeah. and all the people crying. And their pictures of your brother in the yeah, video as yeah, well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So this song also, I recorded in the second album, but uh, I never liked the, you know, the way I, and I mean, the whole album's uh, second album, I never liked the, the, the production mm. and the, the drums and whatever, not good recordings, but I had some good songs and this one happens to be the best song that I ever heard in mm. my, in my, in my uh, opinion. So it's going to come out, uh, out soon, Bezat Hashem, with a video that uh, at least is coming out soon. And I work, uh, I'm working on it for two years already. <laughs> and, um, and I have a couple songs in that I'm working on. And, you know, as usual, I need the backing, financial backing. But, but the, this time, I know, I, I feel it in the air. Yeah. It's going to go smooth because, Amen. Because, because it's the time. Before, it was not the time. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. You know, what, I, what, what, make, what gives you that feeling? I feel like I know what you're talking about, but uh, I, well, if could, I tell you, you I, I don't want to go in details with okay. you because if I'm going to tell you, yeah. you're going to think I'm a big time uh, presenter, we pre, you know, whatever. But I said that to you know, Yosef yeah. uh, Isaac. I don't want to say his uh, name. B. Uh -huh. uh, you know, we talked yesterday. I met him on the streets. Right. And um, uh, what I was uh, uh, going to talk about. Well, it was, I was asking you what, how you know this is the oh, right time. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. A very specific simon with the Rebbe. Okay. 
I'm, very, I'm, very. Maybe you can tell me after. The, yeah, yeah, very. Yeah, I, I, could tell I won't you judge after. you. Yeah, after. No, no. I'm. Two years ago, I said, this is when I decided I'm going to do only, I mean, focus in English songs. Because mm-hmm. English songs are my forte. Hebrew songs I mm-hmm. can do, but it, it, it doesn't come that much mm. to me, you know. It, it's more in English. And uh, because this is my, this is uh, what I have to do. They say the, the Jewish market doesn't me does not need me. They have tons of singers and and, and you know uh, songwriters in, in in Israel here. They don't need me. They need me in the colleges. They need me in the universities. They need mm. me in the places with with young people. This is where I belong. Mm-hmm. And so far, I was not given the opportunity to do that. It was a mismatch, you know, mm-hmm. from from the beginning. You know, I was any kind of, of, of gigs that I did, the concerts, whatever, it was always with the from people from Borough Park, from here and there. It was good also. I don't say anything. I mean they're nice guys, they they like the music and I can entertain them. There's no no problem. But it's it's not where I, I, I what what I do the music for. I I, I, I have a goal, I have a kind of say a mission whatever uh, I call well, it I mean, shlichus, yes. that, that's something obviously that because, because the Rebbe yeah. this is one part of it that's, this bracha that the Rebbe gave me mm-hmm. you know that was the base of everything mm-hmm. of, of, of telling me I'm giving you a mission everything because sometimes it happened although like I said I never left the music mm-hmm. maybe I left the music couple couple minutes you know like mm-hmm. what Three or four times in, in those 30-something years, mm-hmm. I would think to myself, well, I don't know, it's not happening. Maybe it's not, it's not meant to, to, to happen. Maybe it's not meant to be. Right away, I would think, hey, <laughs> wait a minute. What about the song that you have? This song that mm-hmm. you have to do? And this song? And what about this song? I said, okay, okay, no problem. The drive was back, always back, there. Back, yeah. the, the carrot was there. You know? so let me, let me ask and you, so the Rebbe the yeah. knew about it. And that's why he gave me the, his uh, uh, endorsement encouragement right from the get-go, you know, to, yeah. and, 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 and like I told you, but not answering me uh, many years, you know, when I asked for a bracha, that mm-hmm. was the sign that I would have to, to, to wait. But now, now, you f- now you feel that those, those shackles are, yeah, are off. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so the, the idea that we're, the times that we're living in, yeah. and I, because I feel very strongly, yeah. and the more I delve into Hasidus and, and Torah on music, um, the, the teachings of Sefer Hanagunim and the Rebbe speaking about music and yeah. the Alter Rebbe speaking yeah. about music and so much, so much, so many sources. And one of the things that comes out very clearly, the special times we're living in, and, yeah. and you also you had had mentioned that you had some knowledge of something the Rebbe had had said regarding a Shir of a Zimra. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I get the sense that this is a, a very special time. That, okay. That that, that, that it's our obligation. Those of us who are so inclined, yeah. not just because we like it and because yeah. we want to be cool and because we want to play music and maybe it's a nice thing to do, but because actually there's a, it's a real shlichus, it's a real need. The geula exactly. is connected to music, it's connected to simcha. So what, what is your... Yeah. give us, you, me, everybody involved in music, playing music, or organizing music, uh, you know, name it, a shlichut, an, an assignment, uh, by saying the, the last words that he pronounced, you know, the Rebbe had the stroke. Mm-hmm. He could not speak. 
he hardly uh, answered amen and all this when he was you know in the back uh, you know of the of the shul and answering amen for kaddish and and, and everything uh, but he managed to 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 pronounce two words first we thought it was berov shira vezimra but this was right before the stroke this was right no. after the stroke this was uh, in 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 the spring of 92 oh so already already well with the stroke this, yeah. oh yeah 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 Be- before the second stroke right uh, 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 and i uh, rabbi groner i asked him three times three times where was it how when here mm-hmm. and he told me there was off in office and never And, uh, and but then when I saw Dr. Rosen, I said, hey, you, know, you also heard what the Rebbe said, the Berov Shira Bezimra. He said, no, Beshira Bezimra. I said, okay, no problem, Beshira Bezimra. <laughs> <There's> the- <laughs> in fact, I saw him, yeah. I saw him uh, not long ago, you know, in 770. I said, Dr. Rosen, I want you to come on the camera and say mm-hmm. that. You know, that you heard the Rebbe. He said, well, let me think about it. But as far as you know, was that an isolated incident? That the, the Rebbe said that once at that time after the stroke? Or there was more than one time? No, 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 that was one time. Because I heard, because I heard from somebody else. So... Uh, that the Rebbe spoke with somebody and, and mentioned Shir of Zimra. Or maybe I'm just... Uh, there can be conflated. I actually got... No, the uh, Rebbe always after, ta- yeah. spoke about the importance no, I mean of the music. I mean, after the stroke. After the stroke. That as far was, as you know, it's one time. Yeah, okay. uh, yeah I think so. Uh, so what's behind that? What, okay. what, well, yeah, how what do you, you explain think that? that? Yeah. Okay. The Rebbe, for 40-something years, as a Rebbe, spoke to us in Farbringens, these, Avat Yisrael, Shlemut Arest, Filin, Tzedakah, this, that, for 40-something years. At the end, before he knew that he's going to go, and he could not speak, instead of saying, maybe, I don't know, if, if the Rebbe didn't mean what he meant by saying Shira Bezimra, he could have emphasized on whatever it had, it was in his mind, Avat Israel, to bring the Kaugeula, you know. Shira Bezimra. Meaning, he meant, he hinted the Remez that through songs and music, you're going to bring the, the mm-hmm. gimula. That's This is the key. Hey, I'm giving yeah. you the key. Yeah. This is, go and open the gate. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yeah. So that was the, the, but what I have to say is, I don't, you know, I don't say anything. I mean, because the, 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 the shluchim are very busy. They have uh, uh, self-sacrifice, sacrifice, uh, you know, they give really a lot, you know, to what they do for the Mitzayim of the Rebbe. They, they really, uh, you know, are involved in completely uh, with all their soul and heart. But for this, Bishira Bezimra, Unfortunately, they don't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. They just, I mean, it's not their fault. They, what they're going to do, okay? Right. They, mm-hmm. they don't know. Right. <laughs> so, and, they, and, 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 and I explained them, you know, I explained, and, and they, are, they, are, they, are, they are not like, they admitted that, yeah, I was right. Because I said, the Rebbe did not say Bishira Bezimra just for Lubavitch, just for the Eden, just for the Jews. He said for the whole world. Mm-hmm. What happened Right after the Rebbe said those words, what happened in 93? 93. 93, 94, the internet. Uh-huh. 
the internet burst, mm-hmm. you know, boom, revolution of the internet in the world. Mm-hmm. Where, uh, how do you could think, you know, that on a click, you know, yeah. you, you, would, you would, you know, get connected to this guy in, in, in Tombuktu, in, in Africa, in China, and then, and started all the, the downloading, uploading of music mm-hmm. on all over the, the, the world. It's amazing what that that was that was the first thing and then what's happening till this minute mm-hmm. minutes okay yeah. every country in the world have their TV show of music and 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 and, and uh, uh, talent mm-hmm. America has talent Britain has talent yeah. China has talent uh, India has talent mm-hmm. uh, Africa has talent where this has come from where that's come from we had music before yeah. we always had music yeah. <laughs> the, the rock and roll was here, jazz, Hasidic, oh, we, we mm-hmm. had music, no problem. But now the music is at the forefront mm-hmm. of the focus of the people. Absolutely. Besides politics, maybe here and there, you have you have all these people in the in the in the, in the TV shows and and the talent and the, and singing in a voice in mm-hmm. Israel. You know, how did we get there? Yeah, the Rebbe said, "Beshira uh-huh. and you know what it is. You know what it's in the Gemara there. The 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 Atzadik, Gozer, Ve'ashem Mekayem. Okay, so this is what we see. Yeah. So what it means? It means that we have an assignment to go to the goyim. The same way the go, Hashem, uh, the, the same way the uh, the Rebbe told us that we have to. It is time not to talk to the non-Jews about the seven uh, mitzvot of Noah. Mm-hmm. The same way, okay, we have to give the 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 the, the goyim the message, okay, that. Through, they have to know that mm. that the, uh, a grand rebbe mm-hmm. in Brooklyn said the shira bezimra, meaning that through the channel of, of songs and music, the 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 the, the, the world, or you, 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 you know, we don't have to tell them whatever, uh, you know, for them we hear redemption is it's too much religious, whatever. But it is true that a I mean, after meaning. that, you know, after that we have yeah. the, the the great. The, the you know the, the 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 beautiful world you know the the, the uh, of of peace and 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 love and everything. What other word would you use for uh, redemption it, in in? I, in I, a I would say let the good context. let the good times roll. In <laughs> 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 the time of the let good, the good times roll. But yeah, I, man, it's gonna be good for everybody. Um, you know, man. I mean, and, oh, you know, so no, 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 no. Uh, you know the, uh, all the all the money that you want, and then and 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 and, and uh, no no jealousy, no no no. You know what, what's amazing is uh, you know so the, obviously the internet made music accessible for so many yeah. more people, but not only just to listen to, but I you know I I spend you know as having a studio, and being interested in more and more interested in electronic music and creative things that can be done. Yeah, there's this huge audience, uh, not just audience. There's a huge group of people their audience for these let's say gear electronic instrument gear review yeah. videos they're, they're they're huge and and the fact that there's so many musicians and they're people they may not even be trained musicians they may not even be able to play an instrument and and so one way of looking at that is well you know a real musician is get, it can get supplanted by an electronic musician who's pushing buttons and creating beats yeah but another way of looking at that is that a simple person who doesn't feel like they have musical ability can express themselves musically by creating all sorts of creative combinations of, of musical with, with gadgets and things. I mean, it's an incredible yeah. um, opportunity yeah. to create. And I, even, I, I love making, even though I can play instruments, but I still love 
playing around with seeing what's what's possible what's available i mean it's it's democratized music i mean music is is exactly. something that is accessible to so yeah, many people and yeah, it, yeah 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 and uh, and i'm so happy you but but the, yeah. uh, let me just add that the, yeah. the reason also why we have to uh, 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 get them aware of now but, i mean people Go you know also the import the 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 importance of of music. I right. mean, uh, nobody's going to teach them that. You know, right. they know how important the music, how uh, powerful the music is. In fact, my friend, uh, you, know, you know, Doug Yeager, uh -huh. you know, he's yeah, yeah, the, one, the manager. Yeah, he's he, he's the one. He he produced a, a video uh -huh. of uh, 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 they call it Rock Freedom or something, uh -huh. showing that because of rock music the 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 communist oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, 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 the I want to see like, that I'll, maybe I'll yeah, link yeah. I'll link to that video yeah, we'll, we'll find yeah, that yeah. video so, so I mean that so that, just to show yeah. you that they know the power of music but what they don't know uh -huh. they don't know that really through that really is the 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 better word is going to come the chance is going to come that's and it that, That's they the practical thing. But, but I love it. And uh, one thing, but yeah. in order to get to that, uh -huh. they have to know that they have to clean their act. Right. Meaning what? Stop with all the immoral uh, uh, lyrics, aggressive music uh, 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 lyrics, you know, and and all this you know, nonsense. Yeah. You know, and they have to know about it, and they have to clean their act. They have to know that. Hey, wait a minute. We have that in our hands. We better do something mm. about it. That's the message for them. Yeah. And we have to. And this is what the Rebbe want us to do. He said, "Beshira bezimra," meaning go and do a cleaning. Yeah. Many make, make make it nice, make it pure, make it. Uh, uh, that's it. The the the, the 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 gates of music in, in the, it's not in the gates wow. of music in Shamaim. They are the most elevated gates, you know. You know, in 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 Shamaim, you know, and. Um, It's our job, our job. You know, the same way the Rebbe told us to to speak the the non-Jews about the seven laws of of Noah. Mm -hmm. We have to to make them aware that uh, uh, a grand Rebbe in Brooklyn said mm. that through songs and music we're going to get to this world that we all dream it. about the dream world the, the beautiful world the, the 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 you know the world of of of, of love and togetherness and and peace in fact uh, uh, you know i always uh, you know uh, 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 have a little uh, joke with uh, with people about the the in in the in the 70s 60s mm -hmm. the the motto was peace love and togetherness you know, right. peace love and togetherness yeah. so i said you know why it, ha it didn't happen <laughs> because it was reverse uh -huh. it's not peace love and togetherness right. it's love to togetherness to get togetherness love and peace <laughs> it was not in the right order yeah, right <laughs> so let's uh... that's why i love because this, this is something that i've been thinking for a long time yeah. and and it, that the idea that music is a catalyst it, it can help a person get their life in order yeah. and and therefore get the world in order the, yeah. that for me being inspired to play music to want to play more music i have to get the rest of my my life in order because i'm so because i love music so much that if other things are not in order then they're going to get in the way whether it's finances or relationships or different things that that may be holding me back other personal midos and you know my, my personality flaws and different things that yeah. that would get in the way of achieving of just having more time to play more time to collaborate and share yeah. so that that I love this idea 
and on a personal level of music as a, as a, a way to inspire a person to become a better person. Yeah. But the idea that this is, is a, a global, has a global potential as well. I love, that, I love that it all really comes together. This the is what this podcast is, is about. Is that the, a song are the key, the key to the yeah. gate. You know, the gate of the new world, of the, the beautiful world, of the, the world of peace and, 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 and everything that comes with it, you know. Yeah. The bliss, wow. the, 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 the happiness, the joy, the, the spiritual, you know, bliss and, 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 and togetherness with people and then and, and Jews, non-Jews. Everybody's going to be, they, they want that world. They yeah. also dream about the, uh, you know, new. They always talk, talk about change, the right. new, you know, the new world, the change in the uh, world, whatever they call it, the world of change, whatever. Mm -hmm. They also want something, but it's not happening. But because we don't do the right things, mm -hmm. so we have to let them know that there was this rabbi said that through songs and music, the beautiful world. The you know uh, uh, wonderful world is gonna come, yeah. To, you know to to happen. Wow. So uh, th this is this is what we have to do, and um, like I said, the the, the shluchim they like like I said they, they don't know what to do with it because uh, yeah. maybe for them there's nothing to do. They you know but we have the musicians, you me everybody mm -hmm. we have take to take that in our hands. Mm -hmm. No, to do it, because mm. nobody's going to do it. They don't know what to do with it. <laughs> we have to, to show them the way and, 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 and come there and let them know that this is, this is the way to, 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 to go. And then it is a lot of cleaning to do, you <laughs> know, cleaning in the lyrics, cleaning in the whatever, you know. Vitan, th thank you so yeah, much for no this. Problem. This has been such a pleasure. Yeah. Um, and, and really, you hit on the, the, the real point, the major point yeah. of why I'm doing this and, and, what, and, and what connects what some people believe to be a hobby or, or you know, a passion that, that may be somewhat self-serving. Yeah. That to realize that music is, is something that, that is a real service. Yeah. It's a real service to the world. Yeah, it, yeah. it doesn't, it's not, so I really appreciate Baruch you Hashem. sharing your story. It's, it's yeah, really... Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much.
sing this song to my brother Gunshot blast is a memory I wanna sing this song to my brother That sad, sad, sad is my melody We'll be together on that precious day And we won't ever see sadness in our eyes No more tears, no more crying My brother, God shall bless his memory. I wanna sing this song to my brother. Sad, sad, sad is my melody. Wanna praise our brothers and sisters Your names are blessed for eternity Wanna praise our brothers and sisters Who gave their souls for our country Wanna praise our brothers and sisters yeah. Reunited will also be yeah. oh, oh. You will never, never, never be forgotten That was Yitzhak Baton, song for my brother, the 2016 version. I want to thank him for coming into the studio and, and for sharing his heart and his soul and his story and his music with us for all these years. Uh, I'll put links to his music in the podcast description, and I'll be keeping in mind what he said, that the key to the global redemption is in the hands of we musicians. So 
Again, I want to thank all of you for listening. This is Israel Aryeh. You can check us out at soundheightsrecords.com. There you can find the link to our Patreon page where you can join our Patreon supporters, get lots of unreleased tracks and other goodies, as well as find out about our studio and see our music and video releases. Over there, you can also join our mailing list and stay abreast of new developments. There's a lot of exciting things coming up here at Sound Heights Records. Again, thank you for joining us. And remember, with abundant playing and singing of music, we bring about the true and complete redemption. All the best. See you next time.